Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. I said, praise the Lord, everybody. How is everybody doing this morning? How are you guys doing today? Okay, real quick. I feel like I have to do this every single time I have the microphone. If you have not figured it out yet, this is a talk back to me church. So when I say something to you, I'm going to need you to say something back, back where I'm from. When we say praise the Lord, you say it back to me. So let's try that again. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Okay, this side got it. Okay, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Amen. I am so excited to be here this morning. For those of you who do not know who I am, I am Ryan Rev Cartwright. Typically, I am up here singing, but God has blessed me with the opportunity this morning to stand behind the sacred desk, I guess you could call it, and deliver this morning's word. Is that okay with you guys? Is that okay with you all? Amen. Amen. So before I go any further, I have to do what I've always been taught to do. Um, I give honor to God who is the head of my life. He, without him, I would be nothing and I would not be here. So I'm so grateful for the power of the Holy Ghost and this changing power. Amen. I'm also grateful for my foundation, the Honorable Bishop C. Wayne Brantley of Zion Pentecostal Church of Christ in Cleveland, Ohio. So if you haven't figured it out yet, I might get real charismatic at some point. I might get real loud at some point. So I just need you guys to go with me. I also want to thank God for the man and woman of this house, Pastor Corey Hunka and First Lady Hunka, who is out in California. Let's give God praise for them. We're so grateful for the ways God has blessed them and the visions, the visions that they have that has brought us here to this place. Um, I also want to give honor to my mom, my grandma, my cousins. They are in the house. They are over there in the back. So make sure you guys give them some love today. Are we ready for the word? Are we ready for the word? Amen. So family, I find it very interesting that, Pastor, that God laid it on Pastor Corey's heart for us to go into a six-week series on power and the Holy Spirit. Six weeks. This is week three. When I think of church series, I kind of think of rules, right? You only have a certain rule because people are having trouble living up to a certain standard, right? So clearly God is speaking to us saying that we are having a, power, a struggle with power. Amen? We're having an issue of understanding what it means to live as people empowered by the Holy Spirit. So today I've been graced with the opportunity to share with you all about power through the Holy Spirit in relation to heaven and what that means for us today. The Holy Spirit reveals the hope of heaven. Now just recently, I was having a conversation with a very close friend of mine. She was in panic because she was like about to buy her first house. And she had just put down a down payment, her, her first um, deposit, her first down payment on the house. And I just remember how she was just so ecstatic. She was just so excited that she had, possess- like she was about to possess this home that she was so ready to have. See, the down payment served as a guarantee that in just a few weeks to a few months, She was going to be able to have that which she believed was already hers. And I distinctively remember times we were right past the house, insert Hannah impression here. Hey, uh, that's my house. Shout out to Hannah Big Hair for buying her first house. We're so proud of you. 
So therefore, she began living her life in preparation according to what she knew was already hers, but not yet. Do you know what the hope of heaven is? In order to truly understand heaven, though, we have to dig into what heaven is, right? Amen? Amen. Got to make sure you guys are still awake. When reading and studying heaven, I came across a few different conclusions, and we're going to talk about them this morning, if that's all right with you all. When you truly break down heaven into what it really is, it typically boils down to the ultimate presence of God dwelling with man for eternity, and because of that, everything contrary to God's character is absent. So sickness, depression, sorrow, fear is gone in the presence of God in heaven. All desires and needs are met, and we have not a worry in the world. The hope of heaven is not only that man would be with God, but that all things would be made new. God's presence and restoration is heaven. But heaven is not yet, right? For we know heaven is laid up for those who can endure to the end, but there's something in that for us right now. While studying and preparing for this morning, I came across an Old Testament story about King Jehoshaphat. Now, anybody who knows anything about King Jehoshaphat, the word describes him as the king who obeyed God. So I think that would mean he's a pretty good king, right? And then this, in this scripture, you can put it up there if you will. In this part of the scripture, King Jehoshaphat um, is in panic. He's struggling to, to really see what's, what's going on because the, surrounding, the nation surrounding Judah and Jerusalem wanted their land. And they were after the people of God. And while they're panicking and while King Jehoshaphat is, is praying for deliverance, he brings all of his officials together. And suddenly the spirit of God falls. Mind you, this is an Old Testament scripture. And it says the spirit falls on one of the men there. And it says, he said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours. <laughs> it's God's. Tomorrow, tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens up into the wilderness of Jeroboam. But you, you will not even need to fight. Take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Judah and Jerusalem, dead sinners, surrounded by nations who wanted their land. If you know anything about this story, you, you will know that when, when Judah and Jerusalem get out onto the battle lines and they see the enemies coming, the enemies end up fighting each other and wiping each other out. And Judah and Jerusalem did not have to lift a finger. Why? How? How was that possible? They didn't have to move because their enemies began to fight each other and wiped each other out. 
But here's what they needed to do. They needed to trust the Holy Spirit. They needed to trust the word of God because only, only God, God only gave them a taste of what was to come. If you missed it, I'll go back to it in verse 17. It says, but you will not even need to fight. Take your positions and stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Verse 17 was just a deposit. Y'all missed it. Verse 17, the Holy Spirit guarantees them a victory. Verse 17 was the down payment of what was to come. See, God knows how quickly we can forget about him and how easy our circumstances can overwhelm us, but God sends us Jesus to later send us or give us the deposit of what's to come. Jesus comes as a baby in a manger, but next time, next time he will bring the rest of the hope of heaven and defeating our enemies and establishing the kingdom of God as talked about in the book of Revelation. Jesus brings us, Jesus brings us our down payment. Jesus hands us a taste of what's to come. Jesus sends, dies in order to give us the comforter and the comforter who is the Holy Spirit, yet the Holy Spirit gives us access to our every need and desire. My sisters and brothers this morning, the Holy Spirit reveals the true goal of heaven, that God may dwell with man together and that our desires and needs be met now. But the good news of God through Christ and the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit gives us access to that power today. You ought to clap your hands and give God praise for that. Through the death of the cross, Jesus gives us the opportunity to access this favor, this blessing, this anointing, this power today. Heaven may be laid up for tomorrow, but we have access to it today. How are you using your power? How have you accessed heaven today? Let's check out Ephesians, Ephesians chapter one. Good God Almighty. Verses nine through 14. Oh, this is it right here. Paul is preaching to the church in Ephesus and he's encouraging them and he says, God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan, tell us Paul. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we receive, what do we receive? We receive an inheritance from God, for he has chosen us in advance and makes everything work out according to his plan. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first to trust in Christ, would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you what? Giving you the Holy Spirit whom he has promised long ago. The Spirit mm -mm, is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised that he purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. The Holy Spirit is God dwelling within man. 
So we have the Holy Spirit now. Amen? We have the Holy Spirit now. So if the goal or the hope of heaven is that God dwells with man and desires be met in heaven, then that must mean the Spirit serves as a down payment of heaven, which means because I have the guarantee of the glory of heaven, that that will belong to me as well. And God sends us the Holy Spirit to give us access to heaven to now. So if you haven't caught it yet, the, the desires and needs that you have can be met today. Too many of us have been walking around with our heads down and sad because we believe our troubles will last forever. Some of us are blind to the destruction of our city and our nation through the claws of the enemy. Too many of us are just occupying space until Jesus returns. But no, Jesus gives you a taste of heaven and is commissioning you to use your promise of tomorrow today. The hope of heaven, the expectation of heaven is that all be healed and set free. The hope of heaven is that all sickness and sorrow be removed and all tears wiped away. The hope of heaven is laid up for tomorrow, but we have access for it today. When I think of the Holy Spirit, when I think of the, the ultimate presence of God, I think of how when we worship and we sing, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. What does that mean? What are you singing? Do you realize that you are, you, are, you are bringing out the ultimate presence of God that is already residing inside of you? Y'all miss it. You are bringing, you are commissioning, you are waking up the spirit of God that relies on the inside of you. So I'm telling you all today that the healing that you need, the deliverance that you need, the breakthrough that you need is not tomorrow, it's right now. And if I call on the name of Jesus, that when the, when the enemy comes against you like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raises up a standard within you. If you have the spirit, you have everything you need right now. I wish I had a church who understood what I was talking about in here, who understood the power of the Holy Ghost. Because if it wasn't for the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't be able to walk right, talk right, sing right, or dance right. If it wasn't for the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't be standing here today. So I wish I had some sanctified people in the house who knew about the power of God in here. Y'all ought to clap your hands and give God praise. Oh, good God Almighty. Y'all are trying to make me preach in here. The spirit of the Lord, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what, DJ? Liberty and what? Liberty and freedom. Some of you walked in here today bound. Bound by what? And if you have the Holy Ghost, as we, as we say back home, if you have the Holy Spirit, why are you bound? Hmm, think about it. Meditate on that. That one's for free. If you have the Holy Ghost, why are you bound? If you have the Holy Spirit, why are you condemned? If you have the Holy Spirit, why are you depressed? If you have the Holy Spirit, why are you sad? Now, I'm not saying that this won't, these things won't happen to us, but I'm telling you that you have access to your breakthrough of that thing today. Yes. No longer do we wait on God, but God waits on us to take action to take a hold of the power and walk up to the sick and say, in the name of Jesus, be healed by my authority through the Holy Spirit. To tell our own situations the goodness of Jesus. 
I hear my grandmother say, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, when my mind looks back and wonders how I made it over, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the Lord who was on my side, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit that, that leads and guides me, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, Sunday after Sunday, we come into the house of God. We home, this family, right? We family, right? I can talk to y'all, right? I can be real with y'all, right? It's okay, I got the microphone, so y'all ain't got no choice. <laughs> Sunday after Sunday, we come into the house of God and we sing songs and we hear a word. I was talking to my aunt right before I got up. And I was asking her, I was like, I need, I need you to be you. I don't want this new environment to make you feel uncomfortable because I know this is not the sanctified church that we, you and I are both used to. So I just need you to go. And she said, I need something. She said, I, I'm here for something. I'm expecting something and I'm going to get it. Sunday after Sunday, we come into the house of God needing something. Sunday after Sunday, we come into the presence of God. The, we come into the Holy Spirit. And we still leave the same. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Sunday after Sunday, we go home and we sit in our rooms. We go out to lunch. We sit and watch sports, whatever it is that you do after church, and you're the same. Why are you bound? Christ died and shut all that down, but yet we still walk carrying it. Do you know the power that you possess through the Holy Spirit? Do you believe that you have the Holy Spirit? Because if you don't believe you have the Holy Spirit, today is going to be your day. Do you want the Holy Spirit? Do you want the power of God? Because he does not leave us powerless. He sends the Holy Spirit to empower us to be his hands and feet. So if I have the Holy Spirit and I am moving by the power of God, yes, I may go through things, but the thing don't have me. I have it because I have the power. Yeah. If you take your notes, write that down because that was the Holy Ghost. I didn't think of that and that's not in my notes. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't have you. You have it. You have it. You have it. Do you believe you are sons and daughters of the king? Right, wave at me if you believe that. So you're telling me that we're all sons and daughters of, of the king of kings. Do you know that when you call on the name of Jesus because you have the Holy Spirit, heaven responds to you? Do you know that? Do you know when you call on Jesus' name, he, he responds to you? He hears you? Somebody in here today has been calling out to Jesus and doesn't think he's answering. Trust me, he is. Do 
Jesus shows us in John 14, he speaks of the Holy Spirit. He reveals to us his plan to die the death on the cross and to ultimately cover our sins, to send our deposit. And then he sends us the essence of himself to dwell on the inside. And then he tells us he's coming back. This is the chapter in which Jesus says, great works have I done and greater works shall ye do also. That's King James Version, excuse the ye. Here we see Jesus extending a powerful invitation. In John 14, he invites us into something that is more expansive than Third Street Community Church. For we know that the Holy Spirit compels us outside of the building, as we heard in week one of this series. The hope of heaven is breaking into our midst through us. The hope of heaven, the expectation of heaven, is breaking into our midst today through us. And this thing is going to go beyond Canton. And if you didn't believe it, I'm decreeing and declaring it and proclaiming it right now. But in front of everybody, Corey, you heard me. It's going beyond this place. Jesus invites the disciples through his word, and he invites us into a movement that allows us the opportunity to access the hope of heaven now and to share that hope of heaven with each other. We have the Holy Spirit, and because of that, we have access to restoration. So worship team, I'm going to begin to close with these few questions. What is preventing you from accessing this promise, this hope, this expectation? The hope of heaven is that all things be made new and restored to the way God, God promised it would be in the beginning. My sisters and brothers, where do you need to be restored today? Where do you need restoration today? Because you have access to it. Your healing belongs to you already, but do you believe it? Deliverance from anxiety and depression belongs to you today, but do you believe it? The Holy Spirit, conversation of the Holy Spirit and of power raises questions of identity, right? Do you know who you are and who you're connected to? Do you know what's been sustaining you for this long? Some of you guys have been in situations where you should have been dead a long time ago, but God stepped in through the Holy Spirit. That's right, but God. 
but God. Some of you have trouble sleeping because things consume your mind and you just can't, can't focus enough to even go to sleep. Do you know deliverance from that is in the Holy Ghost? Do you want power? Somebody answer me. Do you want power? Do you have power? Ooh. Ooh, help us, Holy Ghost. That, the answer, the response to that second question, how some people were like, yes. And some people were like, that is why God laid on pastor's heart for us to be in this thing for six weeks. Because some of you, by the end of this, these next few weeks, y'all going to be running, running through the city healing people. Running through the city discipling people. Running through the city free from the things that hold you. Because you will know that you have power.